You're listening to Inside the Locker Room with Wimp and Barry Sanderson on Tide 100.9 in Tuscaloosa. Coach Barry Sanderson, it's time to take you inside the locker room. Presented by Dr. Pepper on your home for Alabama sports. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. And good morning. Welcome into a hump day edition of Inside the Locker Room. 205-342-9904 is the phone number if you'd like to get in on the show with us this morning. Twitter at Locker Room 109 at Barry Sanderson at Wimp Sanderson 1. Email Wimp and Barry at Yahoo.com. Keep the emails coming. Uh, this morning, Joe, check your chat box there. Um Pressure treated pine from Great Southern Dad. Um, when you have that honeydew list, it's that time of year again. The holidays are over. Joe, you got all your new little tools for holidays. Jenny doesn't give me a tool because I can't screw in a light bulb. But it's time of year. The honeydew list is growing. The projects are adding up. The time is right to build that new fence. Deck or pergola, not today if it's raining, you have been dreaming about, and there's no product better to build with than Yellowwood brand pressure-treated pine. Yellowwood offers proven protection from rot, fungal decay, and termite attack. So when you get ready for that next outdoor project, you want it to last, head down to your local dealer. Remember, if it doesn't have the yellow tag on it, then you don't want it. Good morning, Dad. How are you this morning? I'm doing okay, Barry. You want to mention your game first? You want to wait? Uh, we could mention it. Uh, good area win last night, uh, fifty to thirty-two. Uh, defensively, they didn't shoot. That team did not shoot great. Uh, but maybe I'll give our defense a little bit of credit. We did hold hold them to nine points in the second half, and uh, had a nice little four-minute stretch there offensively where we. Uh, shot the ball extremely well. So anytime we can win an area game, it's great. And so I appreciate all the people that came out and appreciate my guys and how hard they worked. Uh, I did get home, get in the car enough to hear the very end of the basketball game. Somebody, Brandon Miller, uh, made sure he got the ball. So he was the one shooting the free throws is what you want. So it sounds like they uh, got it done in a tough situation last night. Uh, they did. They they played. Uh, they played well. Uh, Vanderbilt. They shot. 30, Alabama attempted thirty three. Didn't shoot it real well. I think Vanderbilt attempted thirty three. Miller, of course, was really a really good player. We can really play and shot the lights out of it. Um, the announcers who were, well, I won't get into that. Uh, never did say. And this is certainly not taking anything away from Alabama. I don't want to do that. Anytime I say something, I get criticized for whatever I say. I try to say what what happened is that the Robbins kid, who's very, very improved player, 6'9 kid, did not play at all. You, you wouldn't know it from those announcers that we had. But, uh, were the announcers bad? I, I don't care for them, but it was okay. Joe, do you it, think it, the announcers were bad? I, heard, I did oh, see a thread. i to be was, honest. I, they weren't my favorite. Yeah, I did see a thread where some people said they just muted the TV. Some people said they caught oh, it yeah, up the yeah. radio. So You I, know, I think it would be helpful for men to, to call men's games and ladies call ladies' games. I think that would be a, a little bit, maybe maybe a little bit more appropriate. But uh, um, 
I'm not here to try to tell anybody how I to call did the see, uh, Dad, where Alabama, the fog was so bad they couldn't fly back. So they had to drive back on the bus and they stopped at Bucky's in Athens and Greg Byrne. And but anyway, uh, regardless, uh, Alabama, Alabama won 78 66, but they I mean, continued to be in great shape uh, in the tournament. I mean, in the round robin, we have folks. Uh, we have five teams uh, in the in the league that uh, have only won one game thus far, uh, but uh, Alabama got away with a, with a good win there. Robbie's kid was I was really anxious to see him play because she way not she way excuse me uh, uh, Charles got a bunch of quick buckets right up on the lob passes and had a hammer off the offensive glass. So good good win for Alabama. Ole Miss uh, came into South Carolina. South Carolina. Beat Kentucky in, uh, up there several days ago and won their first conference game 70-58. to Good win for them. Matthew Merle had a 33-year-old guard from Memphis at 33. Tennessee started without two starters. Uh, didn't play very well in the first half. Uh, Mississippi State decided they could make three, so they shot 26 of them. Um, and Tennessee took them 70-59. to Tennessee, as I said, had two starters that did not did not play. Um, and then the final game, Georgia actually or did a good job. I say actually, I shouldn't say it that way. Georgia made a good game out of out of the Kentucky game. It didn't sound like the score, but it was a pretty close game. Sheway is they they weren't able to guard him. He had thirty seven points and twenty four rebounds. Uh, weren't able to did not try to double him, and um, he he pretty much uh, wore him out. So that was. Uh, that's what happened last night. So Alabama continues to be uh, the team with, uh, along with uh, Texas A&M, um, to have not lost a game, and um, they will play. A&M will play tonight. I don't know why the sk- I don't understand the scheduling, but Florida just played A&M not too long ago. But anyway. Florida goes to A&M this time. A&M won by two at Florida. It's SEC Network at 6 o'clock. Undoubtedly, it must not be great games because both of them are at 6 o'clock. Auburn is at LSU. Uh, LSU has won the one game, and they're on ESPN if uh, you want to watch the Auburn Tigers. Uh, Arkansas and Missouri. Arkansas goes to Missouri, and that's the 8 o'clock game, and that's on the SEC Network. Last night, um, Bill Self calls a timeout just as the as, as the ball is leaving the hands of the Kansas player. He goes in, doesn't count. He just quickly called timeout. Uh, so it ends up with Kansas State getting the last shot, and they win that game against Kansas, Kansas number one. So I guess they'll drop down to number two, and Houston will move up or whatever, Alabama will move whatever up. But Kansas State did win that game. On the last shot of the game, Iowa State beat a, a pretty good Texas team. Iowa State is really playing very, very well. Uh, Baylor beat Texas Tech, which is important. Baylor will be a two seed, and um, Wake Forest uh, beat Clemson. I think I say that because Clemson has really played a lot better this year. Played well. They go to Wake, and, and Wake knocks them out. Uh, Bob Prince, who is a an attorney who is on our show, uh, for advertising on our show from every day, um, is going to be on our show today to talk a little bit about the situation um, that happened uh, the other night when when uh, the young lady who passed away was killed. So 
Bob Prince on at uh, 15 minutes after the hour and discuss that. We're not going to get into a lot of questions and answers with Bob. Um, Barry and I will handle the questions in this particular case. If you have something you want to ask, you might want to call Joe and tell Joe, but uh, he's not going to be able to take a lot of answers, so we'll we'll have him on. So Bill will be on in the second hour to talk about Auburn going to LSU tonight. And um, that's all I have. All right. Uh, last night, Joe, let's get to that clip I sent you. Um, I guess they kicked it to the studio after the game. The guys asked Coach, you know, about the situation that they've been dealing with. A lot of people were very negative about that on Twitter. I didn't really understand why people didn't think they were going to ask Coach Oates uh, that. Uh, I'm sure he was prepared uh, for it. Uh, sounds like he did some – you know, talked to a lot of different people about it. Uh, but let's go ahead and play it. I, I didn't think it was inappropriate. Some people did. If you did, it's fine. Call us, 205-342-9904. But, I mean, I think as a reporter or studio host, it's probably something you have to ask. Uh, if you don't, then maybe people get mad about it. But here, you guys listen to it, Dad. I'll get your comment on whether you felt like it should have been asked Then how Coach Oates, which I think he handled, I think he handled it well, handled answering the question you know sunday was really rough and i think they realized the severity of the entire situation but you know i think after sunday night they came back and got refocused we had a good day of practice monday thought we had a good walk through here today i thought they came out ready to play it was you know our starters gave us a good lead the first four minutes you know as our, our bench caused us problems when we came in so there might have been a few i think different guys process things differently some of them probably handled it a little bit better and some looked like they were still maybe in a fog tonight, but hopefully by Saturday we've got everybody back in a better frame of mind. Yeah, I was, you know, as a coach, I know you think, especially as long as you've coached, you've seen everything and lived everything, and, and yet things come up that you never expect. How have you been able to to, to process this uh, over the last few days? I mean, it's shocking, to be honest with you, but, you know, I, you know I'm a believer, so I'm a lot of prayer. A lot of scripture reading just to figure out what to tell the team. I've shared with them a few passages. You know, we think you can learn from it. Hopefully our guys in the future make better choices. Uh, you know, hopefully you don't have to learn from your own mistakes. Hopefully you can learn from other people's mistakes. But, you know, you just, the basketball side of it became really, really unimportant for a while there, you know. So, but the basketball side of it also gives us somewhere team can pull together and, you know, make gives us something else to think about because it's the severity of the situation is big i mean a young girl's life was lost and we're really praying for jamia's family and her young son and everybody involved with this situation on her side of the family well coach we uh we wish you all nothing but the best in continuing to process uh you didn't hear the initial question but they did ask him about the situation i thought he handled it well he, he did say dad that they're uh were some guys that just broke down in the locker room after the game. I think sometimes you have all that emotion going on and you, you play a game and uh, the game's kind of over and you're you're happy that you won, but then it just kind of takes you over in the moment. So that wasn't surprising. Just your thoughts about what Coach had to say there. Oh, I think it's okay. I think, he, I think he's fine. I think he did, he did a good job. Um, you know, as they play the game, they have, they have a tendency to not maybe not think about it. Some do, some don't. 
uh, it affects them. Some it affects some. It doesn't. Uh, some are emotional. Some are not as emotional. So it's sort of a little bit left up to the person. It's very difficult for me to to do things like this. I'm not a media guy, as most of you have already figured out. And um, having Bob on today, I guess is okay. Um, we'll we'll visit with him and, and see, but. Uh, I, I guess you would say, uh, as, as people say, news is news. Uh, I just, I'm not real big on prolonging it a lot further. This, this, uh, a lot of things happened in this thing that really, you know, there was a, a lot of people around, a lot of boisterous stuff, a lot of talking. I talked to her, and um, it was uh, something that when that little kid wakes up the rest of his life, he won't have a mother and. Nobody, you know, it just bothers the crap out of me, but uh, whatever. Anyway, we'll, we'll have Bob on at the bottom of the hour and, and and talk about it because I guess that's news. If you feel like that we shouldn't be going into this, just call me or call Barry or whatever. You call me or whatever. Well, yeah, I mean, um, it's not just trying to find out the next legal step and – Look at the legal side of it, uh, and so well, that's, that's all. That's yeah. all we need. and that's the first question I'm going to ask will be a legal question. Well, and, uh, that's and, all. Uh, that's all Bob would want to talk about on that aspect. And he may yeah. want to tell us how good this team is. Uh, but uh, then we'll get to break here. But Coach did say they met Sunday night, and he said then I let them. I listened to his pregame show. He said I let them have some time with just the players. And I told them to figure out amongst themselves, did they even want to practice? Like, I wasn't going to make them practice till they were ready to practice. And he said the team met uh, and talked through some things and uh, came back to him and said that they did want to practice on Monday. Uh, so they got together for the first time and practiced. And he, he thought that was probably good for everybody. But he certainly wanted to be their decision. And he said, well. There's no coaching book for how to handle something uh, like thing, this. The thing that, you know, I, I had called uh, Sunday at the church, I had called him because I can't get through the SIDs very well. To, 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 I, I didn't even know anything had happened. And I was going to ask him if he could be on Thursday. And um, nobody, he, he didn't answer, so I hung up. But uh, I certainly would never stick into anybody's business that you worked in basketball. I just called for, for a Thursday interview. And, and uh, did having no idea that something had happened uh, that tragic uh, the night before, it was just simply a coach calling a coach to try to get an interview. And I was, I knew I wanted it on Thursday because Thursday I thought would be a light day for him, a lighter day because they they leave on Friday to go to Missouri. I think it is. Yeah, anything you learn out of it, and me having teenage boys and one in college and. Just got to be respectful of people and, you know, taunting people and, you know, people say. I don't, just, I don't read this. I don't read the Twitter stuff. I'm not the Twitter. I'm talking about what happened in the incident. Just yeah. taunting people, um, chasing girls. Somebody's got their boyfriend. Just be respectful and move it on. Royal Cleaners, pick up and deliver. They want to make life easy for you. 205-391-0034. They'll come to you, pick up all the laundry. Get it cleaned up and deliver it right back from the casual, beautiful golf shirts that are well over $100. Let the cleanings, Royal Cleaners, handle those, the suits, the dresses, the dress shirts, whatever you need. If you want to drop off University Boulevard, Bridge Avenue, North Porter, 4851.
Rice Mine Road. Whatever you need, they'll take care of you. 205-391-0034. It's the Tide 100.9. It's the home of Alabama sports. Tide 100.9 traffic. From the towns of Nissan Traffic Center, no active wrecks. We still see the fog around the area, especially close to the river, so just be careful. If you see other conditions, just give me a call, 205-886-8886. If you want a great deal on a new or used vehicle, you need to go to towns and Nissan. Tremendous selection, low finance rates, and top dollar on your trade. Go see them. I'm Captain Ray. Here's what's trending on the Tuscaloosa thread. Good morning. This is Mary Kay reminding you that a system of strong storms will enter Alabama late tonight and into the early Thursday morning hours, bringing the potential for severe weather. For the full outlook, log on to TuscaloosaThread.com. And more information is unfolding about the Alabama basketball player Darius Miles, who is charged with capital murder after a Sunday morning shooting that left a 23-year-old mother dead. Get more details on this case at TuscaloosaThread.com. In a collision? Easy decision. Make one call to one name. Mesreno, 206-6300. No representation of the quality of legal services to be performed. It's greater than quality of legal services before. Coaches took to the radio and TV airwaves to tell people that if you're building outdoors, the only way to build is with pressure-treated pine, yellow wood. It is the very, very best. Why? Because all the coaches said yellow wood, pressure-treated pine, protects against bug, termite, and weather. Decking, fencing, play sets, whatever you're wanting to build, just go to the internet, look at Yellowwood, and you will find these coaches advertised a great product. If it doesn't have that yellow tag on it, believe you me, you don't want it. It's Yellowwood. COVID-19 has disrupted our lives, but it won't have the last word. We will. Across Alabama, thousands are getting vaccinated to protect themselves and others. Find out where you can get the COVID vaccine today at alabamaunites.com. Please get vaccinated. If you have symptoms, also get tested for COVID-19. Alabama Unites Against COVID. Sponsored by the ADPH, the ABA, and this station. Tide 100.9, Tuscaloosa weather. The weather unseasonably mild today, mostly cloudy with a chance of widely scattered showers, the high 73. Cloudy and breezy tonight, strong storms arrive after midnight, the low at 58. Tomorrow's storms ending early, the sky becoming sunny, the high 68. I'm James Spann on the ABC 3340 Weather Center on Tide 100.9. It's 60 degrees in Tuscaloosa. Mr. SEC Tournament Wimp Sanderson gives you his excellent analysis every weekday on Inside the Locker Room, right here on Tide 100.9. Back again. Hey, you don't like his stuff, do you? Welcome back to Inside the Locker Room. Yellowwood Pressure Treated Pine from Great Southern. Go to yellowwood.com to find a dealer closer to you. When you build a five-star backyard, build it to last. If you don't have the yellow tag on it, then you don't want it. All right, tonight that Auburn kind of quietly 4-1. and one. Everybody's – I don't think it's as good of Auburn team. Obviously not near as good as last year, but they have somehow managed to only lose one game, 14-3 and three in the SEC. Uh, an opportunity to go to LSU tonight, who uh, got absolutely destroyed uh, here. Talk about that. LSU gets destroyed. Sometimes those teams will come back. 
Uh, these guys got pride as well. Big game for Auburn going to uh, Baton Rouge. You got to try to stay in this race. How do you see this game uh, playing out tonight? Well, I think it'll be a tough game for Auburn, but I think you know they may get by. LSU is, is you know has a decent record. They now their basketball team uh, can't be what it needs to be because they didn't have a player back from last year's team through all the problem and controversy that they had. And kid came in over it. The coach came went from from Murray and bought some players with him. And um, you know their their basketball team. If you don't, if you're not ready to play, and and you know. Laying around wiggling and thinking that that you know look you compare if you see the Alabama score I mean you sometimes maybe you're not ready, quite ready to play I think it'll be a I think it'll be a close tough game at home um, because I think uh, LSU will try to re, you know rebound and do a little bit better job than they they've been doing so um, their their team is going to be you know towards the bottom of the league regardless of this game tonight so we've got you know we've got the the two games going at the same time, and um, Auburn, of course, is a little bit closer to our deal, so we'll we'll look look at that a little bit more. But um, should be should be a somewhat of an interesting game. I think the Florida A and M A and M went into Florida and just shot the lights out of it early. Got down, got them, got ahead twelve to three, and then had to fight back and then won. It looked like it, Florida was going to overtake them because Florida is overtaking some people. So they're playing again pretty quickly, and they're playing at the same time uh, at six o'clock even time. So, um, be an interesting game. Um, there is a lot of talk, Barry. Um, if we're just talking about these games tonight, not necessarily LSU. But there is a, and I don't really put a lot of faith in in the bracketology of people right now myself uh, because they're quite different from each other. Um, but uh, there is a lot of talk that Arkansas is going to struggle to get in the NCAA tournament. Um, preseason, you know, they were one of the hot teams that's supposed to be. Had some, a couple of injuries. Um, have not don't have any shooters outside. Um, not a good rebounding team. Not playing um, very well. Very well defensively. Gave up. 67 points or something to Vanderbilt in the second half. So that's a game when they go into Missouri tonight. Missouri would be a team that I guess you and I thought uh, didn't know, but uh, would certainly be a team that would move into, the, I guess, the top five with it really not being a top five right now. It's sort of a top two. Uh, but uh, it would be a tough game for Arkansas to go into Missouri. Yeah, after the night uh... – I think Arkansas will get back on the winning track. They got Ole Miss at home, LSU at home. Then they do go to Baylor. And then they got Texas A&M at home and at South Carolina. So you're looking at yeah. uh, four straight wins uh, probably there in the league. It's just they somehow could pull the game off tonight. And usually Arkansas, for whatever reason, seems to play their best uh, at the end of the season. So they do have the schedule does loosen up for them a little bit. But they cannot drop any of those games between Ole Miss, LSU, uh, Texas A&M at home, and at South Carolina. And they go to Kentucky, Mississippi State at home, and then at A&M. And then they got Florida, Georgia at home. So they've got some games they can win, but they they got to stop this losing streak immediately. Or they're going to be. You're right. I think they're going to be in trouble when it comes NCAA tournament time. Um, what's your thoughts now? With Missouri's a two and a half point favorite, which seems well, a little bit low, maybe Arkansas, Missouri, pretty big, 
pretty big little rivalry game there, I would think, pretty close to each other. Who do you think takes care of that game tonight? I think Missouri uh, has the crowd now. I think the people that uh, that departed from the other coach have now come back or they won some games. The other factor is they're shooting very a lot of threes. And as you well know, people like to see home runs, long passes, and threes in, in sports. And they're doing that. They're shooting. I think they've shot the uh, next two Alabama uh, the most threes uh, in the league. So I don't know that for a fact, but I think that's correct without looking at my computer. And so uh, people like that. They won some, they won some uh, a game or two big. Um, and so um, we'll see. They're playing awfully hard. Uh, they're under control. I think he's not done a nice job with them playing the way he wants them to play. They show you different defenses. They go the zone defense some. And it's a it's a well thought out zone defense where they know where the shooters are, and changes the complexity of the game a little bit. Uh, they press some, uh, so they're doing a variety of things. They got good players. They got they got some players, not great players, but they've got better than playing quite different. So I think uh, to answer your question, I would agree. It's a, the line's a little bit low. I think um, you know my, what I know about you know about. That's the kind of thing, but I would say that uh, Missouri is is uh, in good shape. All right, we'll take the break, then we'll uh, we'll get to, uh, Bob Prince. Uh, not only is Bob Prince a great attorney, but he's also a big basketball fan. We'll also get his thoughts on uh, what he sees with his team. I know he sits down there uh, in the end zone behind the goal there, and pretty much every game you look down there and. Uh, Bob Prince is down there. First in Maine condos, the three-bedroom, three-and-a-half-bedroom condominiums located in the historic district of downtown Norport. Washer and dryer included every one of these condominiums. Stainless steel appliances, all granite countertops with electric energy-efficient appliances. You get the direct TV and the Internet uh, for free at this condominium provided with the rent that you play. Ten foot ceilings, large patios with upper level river views, easy access to the river walk, gated property with the security cameras. You are literally right across the bridge from downtown Tuscaloosa. Five minutes to Bryant Denny Stadium, maybe six, seven minutes to uh Coleman Coliseum for, for the basketball games there. So you can get right to the heart of campus in no time. Call today. Tell them you heard it on Inside the Locker Room. Get one month of free rent if you decide to make this your home. 205-647-7465 or go to firstinmaincondos.com. This is the Tide 100.9. It's the home of Alabama sports. This is a Town Square Media Tide 100.9 sports update. I'm Kim Rankin with your Tide Sports Update. The Alabama softball team ranks at number six in D1 softball's preseason poll. Alabama gymnast Gabby Gladio has won SEC Freshman of the Week. The Alabama baseball team ranks at number 20 in D1 baseball's preseason poll. This has been a Town Square Media Tide 100.9 sports update. For more info on these stories and more, download the Tide 100.9 app. Tide 100.9 traffic. 
from the Townsend Nissan Traffic Center, no active wrecks. We still see the fog around the area, especially close to the river, so just be careful. If you see other conditions, just give me a call, 205-886-8886. If you want a great deal on a new or used vehicle, you need to go to Townsend Nissan. Tremendous selection, low finance rates, and top dollar on your trade. Go see them. I'm Captain Ray. You've probably seen their clothing around town on game days, but check out Christopher Mobley on the Strip. It's luxury game day apparel redefined. It's the only place in town where you can find Todd Hoots Apparel. Clothing designed for the modern day entrepreneur, golf enthusiast, and athleisure fanatic. They've got Peter Millar, Viore, Grayson, and Mizzen and Main. And if you haven't tried the Mizzen and Main dress shirts, you've got to. You can find them at 1410 University Boulevard on the Strip. Also, they've got a great e-commerce site at ChristopherMobley.shop. So check out Christopher Mobley, luxury game day apparel redefined. Jackson Hewitt guarantees your biggest tax refund, plus a chance to double your refund with a double your refund sweepstakes. No purchase necessary. U.S. residents 18 or older who file a 2020. Cloudy and breezy tonight. Strong storms arrive after midnight, the low at 58. Tomorrow's storms ending early, the sky becoming sunny, the high 68. I'm James Spann on the ABC 3340 Weather Center on Tide 100.9. It's 60 degrees in Tuscaloosa. Follow Tide 100.9 on Facebook today to watch our live shows. Read the great articles and interact with Bama fans today. Welcome back to Inside the Locker and Pressure to the Pine from Great Southern. If it doesn't have the yellow tag on it, you don't want it. The honeydew list is growing, Joe. So get down to your local dealer and tell them that Wimp and Barry essentially pressure treated pine from Great Southern Wood. Or we get to the Yellowwood Hotline. And, Dad, I'll let you bring in uh, well, attorney Bob Prince, who uh, not only a big basketball fan, but I know is a great friend of yours as well. Well, uh, yeah, he's a pretty good friend. He used to take my money playing golf all the time. That's the reason he was able to go to Long Easy money. Easy <laughs> yeah, money. It's easy money. And, you know, we used to play a lot of golf. I don't think he even plays it anymore. You don't even play more, do you, Bob? No, no. Yeah, well, he's make, he's he's gone the different direction. I try to play and can't play a lick. Uh, I appreciate you being on very much. And, sure. Um, I want to um, – I'm always talking about you every day because it, on our show um and i want to be respectful in my question uh i'm not here to not real media guy but um i've had a misunderstanding from people as to when you're when it, there is a gun fired at, at a, another vehicle uh the people in that vehicle um are are they all liable? Is is that rule changed? Am I incorrect in that? Uh, can you explain that to our listeners? <clears throat> sure. Um, well, two things. One, I have to go back to the days when I did criminal law, and I did plenty of it, handled several capital cases. And secondly, I need to disclose that my daughter Grace Prince and her uh, mentor Mary Turner are representing Darius Miles. Now, I haven't right. been told anything. Anything I say today will be from public records that the, that the press has and that y'all have, really. So um, let's talk about shooting into a vehicle. Um, first of all, Darius Miles is charged with being an accompanist. You know, I know he aided 
he abetted. That's what the warrant says on him. In other words, he assisted yeah. some way in it. And in this case, they're saying he did that, uh, you know, with Michael Davis, the um, other person he was with. And the only thing that the warrant says, and it's a sworn to by a police officer after he does an investigation, is that he, that Darius admitted giving Michael Davis the gun, quote, immediately prior to the killing. Now, when was that? Now, was it here, take the gun and kill him? Or was it 15 minutes earlier saying, you know, here's a gun and, and you know, that I just got um, in case we get in trouble, whatever. I mean, yeah. that, that's a big fact that we do not know. Right. You know, why did he give it to him? When did he give it to him? Where were they when he gave it to him? And here's the key thing that the state will have to prove on Derek's miles. Not, not that he had the intent to, to commit a felony, that is, shooting into a car. Remember now, he didn't shoot, <clears throat> according to the police. Excuse me. He handed, you know, the gun to the guy. All right, so they have to prove that Darius had the intent for Davis to kill her. Uh, I'm, let me pause and let that soak in. That is not easy to prove. In other words, if he gave him the gun and saying, hey, listen, in case that guy keeps threatening us or whatever, that's not the intent to kill somebody. Okay? And I'm not saying he had the intent. I'm not saying he didn't have the intent. Sure. I'm saying the state has to prove that beyond a reasonable doubt. Now, shooting into a vehicle, the um, Alabama law is such that, as my professor said back in law school, you can't get capital punishment for the ordinary variety garden type murder. In other words, if you just get a gun, plant it, and go shoot somebody, you can't get capital murder in Alabama for that. When can you? Well, I think the statute lists like 19 different circumstances. Things like if somebody gets killed during an arson, uh, if you're robbing somebody and kill them, there's an underlying felony, arson, robbery. And in this case, number 17 on the list is shooting into a vehicle. Okay, so if you kill somebody with the intent to kill them, if you shoot into that vehicle and it results in a death, then you are eligible for the death penalty. That means you get it. The jury has to recommend it, and the judge has to approve it based on a lot of different factors. But that's that's where we are. Now, you know, there's the, I've been following it like everybody else, and it seems to me that there are a lot of um, erroneous facts that are coming out that just are not the facts. First of all, we don't know the facts. We really don't. I mean, you hear things, or the press reports it, that doesn't make it true. For instance, the initial police report said that he that Darius shot him. He was the shooter. Well, he wasn't. He was not the shooter. Now they've come out and said no. He just provided the gun. Um, I've heard some things, you know, from the from uh, Jamia Harris's family that they've said that based on what I know about the case, that's not going to be proven to be true. And, and you've got all these other things, like, for instance, the bar. I don't know which bar it was because there were a lot of bars there. I know, I know where the shooting was based on the warrant. 
that in the 500 block Gray Street. That's behind the Houndstooth. For people who might be familiar with the strip, that's the road between what used to be the locker room, yeah. it's now CVS Pharmacy, uh, and the Houndstooth. But across the street, as y'all know, there are lots of bars. <laughs> there are five or six right, right in there. So we don't know which bar it was yet. I don't. But I can tell you one thing, any bar worth their salt has got a video. They have to have it because insurance companies require it, you know, for over-serving people. You know, under the, the Dram Shop Act, if you serve liquor to somebody intoxicated and they go out and have a wreck, kill somebody, you're liable. You can be liable. So they all have video. I would wait until they have video services, which it eventually will, and it's going to show whatever happened between them and the bar, if something happened. So there's just a lot of facts. You know, we don't know. Um, some of them in my mind were, you know, who fired first? That's not in the affidavit. It does not say that. How many shots were fired? How many shots did, you know, Cedric Johnson, who was driving the car with Jimmy, how many shots did he fire? When did he fire? I mean, all that has to come out before... We, the public is entitled to make any kind of judgment on this. That's just good information. I appreciate it. Yeah. Before, too many times. Uh, we're talking with Bob Prince. Uh, Bob, the video and all, when does, in any case like that, when does the attorneys get the opportunity to review it? And is that something that you want to review before you sit down with your client? Or do you just go sit down with your client? And when your client has no bond, uh, as it stands right now, do you just have to meet with them down at the jailhouse? How, how does all that work? Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, when somebody is arrested, especially for a felony like this, he's given no bond. You know, the judge has to weigh the the danger to the public. Um, he has to weigh will the guy show up for the next hearing for his trial. So it's usually, and in fact, I think under the statute, this is. He couldn't give bail if he wanted to. I don't think the judge could give it. But they bring the person before the magistrate or the judge, and he's advised of his rights, you know, not to self-incriminate, right to a lawyer, blah, blah, blah. And then he's taken back to the jail. The lawyer has to meet with him over in the jail. I mean, there's no way he's not going anywhere, so they've got a special room in there. They, you know, it's supposed to be private, so you can go in and talk to the client. As far as getting video, um, it used to be that the state didn't have to give you a lot of evidence. But over the years, especially with the new criminal rules, I call them new rules of criminal procedure, they have to, if you request it, they have to give you certain items of evidence. Anything that might tend to prove his innocence is called exculpatory, a legal term, but anything that might uh, reflect that. And so many times in the past, this attorney has not necessarily here, but in other cases has withheld that evidence. And you'll hear cases uh, reversed on that. But I, they will have to give them the video. If the video, if any part of the video shows anything that helps theirs, they've got to give it to them. So I, this will be something that the lawyers will get from the state. My experience with the state here. Uh, when I say state, they're, kind of, they're, they're pretty good about it. They'll meet with the defense lawyer, go over, here's what we got, here's what I'll give you, and then 
you know, if there's a disagreement, they have to go to the judge. But they'll eventually get that video. Uh, will the will the um, people involved in this, the two two men, uh, will they uh, be uh, held? Uh, being, they're being held without bond right now. Will they be held until the? It takes a long time to have a trial. Uh, yeah. All the way through, or will they be able to get out to? Uh, you know, while this is uh, taking place, what, what's their what's their stead? They're They've got a new home. <laughs> They're not okay. going anywhere. They're not getting out. They're going to be there until the trial. Now, okay. to compensate for that, to compensate if there's a law in all, in all states, you're right to a speedy trial. And they can't hold you in there forever and just, you know, do a rope it up on you. They've got to bring you before a magistrate. You can even request a preliminary hearing if you want one, you know, and the state has to come forward and prove their evidence to a judge that it, that there's probable cause to believe that these two defendants, uh, Darius and Michael, committed the crime, committed a crime, and that they committed it. That a crime was committed and they committed it. And then also, this case, nothing's been said about this, but all felonies have to go to the grand jury. I mean, the grand jury's going to hear all this evidence, or they won't hear it all. They'll hear what the district attorney gives them. And normally they give them most of it. But they could easily return an indictment that's not capital against Darius once they hear the evidence. And they get their told The state must prove that when he handed the gun to Michael Davis, Darius intended for Demia to be killed. Now, that's tough yeah. to prove. Uh what is the next step? Uh, and with Darius, I guess it coming out that he did not pull the trigger. Uh, if that's proven to be true, can he get bond uh, at some point during this and, and get out until the trial, uh, Bob? No. Mm-mm. Now, the way he's charged right now with a capital offense, he's not going anywhere. Okay. Now, if the grand jury, you know, or if the judge at a preliminary hearing decides there's not enough evidence, then they charging with some lesser crime, then he then he may and probably would get out on bond. But he's not going anywhere as long as that capital charge is on. When you have when you have people like that together, there's certainly when they are when they're put in prison or jail or however you want to say it, they're they're certainly not in the same cell. They're they're separated because there's gonna be ill will there. Is that correct? They're separated, yeah. And sometimes there is that. Well, you're talking about Michael and Darius. Yeah. Yeah, sometimes they they turn against each other, and both of them will say, no, the other one was the one that shot. You know, you know that's a possibility. We hadn't heard anything from Michael or I haven't. Um, when, you, when you go in like that, uh, obviously, if you can't if you can't afford attorney or they will provide you an attorney. We haven't heard anything else, anything about Michael Harris's attorney. How does that work, Bob? Some people try to, uh, they get a private attorney firm to handle them. Sometimes uh, the state will just have to provide you attorney. Tell, tell us about that a little bit. Sure. Yeah. In this case, um, as in most cases, the defendant who has been arrested without bond is brought the next day before a judge, and that was done in Darius's case. On the 16th, on January the 16th, he was brought before the, brought before the court and told at that time, 
several things. One of which was, if you cannot afford an attorney, one will be appointed. And he, um, they've got a form that's again is public, um, but they have a form. You check the boxes, and there's a box that says, you know, elected to get a court-appointed attorney, and it's not checked, which indicates that he told the court he didn't need uh, a court-appointed attorney. Now, I don't know about Michael Davis. I have not seen his paperwork. But if anybody wanted to know, like I said, the media was given, you know, at least Darius, and I bet they were Michael's too. And you can just look at it and see what happened the day after they were arrested before the judge. As far as in the, you understand, uh, the, the media tries to get to the families. They're, they've gotten to Jamia Harris's mom, and uh, she's spoken about her daughter and maybe given some of the things that she thought happened. Uh, do you eventually maybe attorney get to her and just tell her not to talk there? To the, you know, these are kind of these things that maybe I don't want to say they use the word help, but do you have defense attorneys? opportunity to see there what happens should should she stop talking to the media or is that just something that you let her do because it's therapeutic for um well it's usually on a case-by-case basis yeah. you know the lawyer has to kind of decide but as a general rule you don't want things said in public yeah because they can come back and bite you yeah uh, you know just like in this case i mean I, I feel sorry for the family i know everybody does in fact you know um and lot, lots of folks um have given to the GoFundMe, okay, friends of mine, and and maybe even people in my family, I'm not sure. But, you know, there's a lot of sympathy for the family. Sure, no doubt. sure. But, but the family members were not there. So where did they get the information? Right. You see what I mean? Yeah. Like, okay, so is Cedric Johnson, <laughs> is that the source? What do we know about him, the one that was driving Jamaica's car? What do we know about him? Yeah. You know, he's got a son. I understand he's the father. Well, is his view slanted? You see what I mean? Uh, what's his background? Yeah. It's, has he ever been in criminal trouble? You know, I don't know. But we, those are facts we need to know. She apparently got what the mother got, the version from him. Correct. I mean, where's where you get it? And that doesn't mean it's correct. Right. Yeah. Um, um, well, Bob, I appreciate so much you being on. I want you, you certainly, I'm sure, enjoying this basketball team because you're a you're <laughs> basketball fan back when I was trying to yeah. win a game or two. So, it is enjoyable, but, but William, I just want to say this. I, at no time have I ever felt in the, in the modern era, even when the place was packed, it just didn't have the feel and of the excitement of when you were the coach and bringing in those teams from LSU and Auburn. I mean, it's the truth. It was standing room only. You couldn't hear yourself think. That happens every now and then now, but not on any kind of sustained basis. Yeah. I appreciate it. And tell him yeah. that once he left town, you just stopped playing golf because you made so much money <laughs> off of him. I mean, it, it, you, know, you took a pay cut when he left town. Yeah. Right, Bob? He took a pay cut. <laughs> well, I didn't it wasn't quite like that. Huh? Sure. It wasn't quite like Here's that. Here's the question, Bob. When when you beat him, did he pay? <laughs> I did. He, he didn't like to, but he paid. I know, yeah. he, I know he didn't like to. I know he didn't like to. 
Well, Thanks, Bob. Right. I appreciate you being nice. nice to you. Come on, you made a lot of good points. You're you're a great guy. And we advertise, or not the word's not advertise. We talk about you every 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 day. I appreciate. Yeah, it. one Thank of the you. things you just did there was is you uh, made me realize how important it is to have a great attorney, uh, and you are one, obviously, <laughs> uh, because you you know you you put some things out there that people just believe everything they read. And sometimes right. you have to be careful with that. Thank you, Bob, for taking time Thanks, for Thanks, Bob. I appreciate it. Great job. You Thank will. you. Uh, very interesting uh, stuff there, and that's why attorneys are you, – you want a good one, and if you want a good one, uh, then Bob Prince and his firm there will take great, great care of you. All right, we'll take this break. Open up the phone lines, 205-342-9904. You're listening to 100.9. It's the home of Alabama sports. Tide 100.9 good. traffic. From the Townsend Nissan Traffic Center, we got a major wreck, U.S. 82, near County Road 75 in Ethelsville. The road is closed, so use an alternate route. Also have a wreck, U.S. 11, near Holly Springs Lane in Foster's. If you want a great deal on a new or used vehicle, you need to go to Townsend Nissan. Tremendous selection, low finance rates, and top dollar on your trade. Go see them. I'm Captain Ray. Keep your old phone and save with Straight Talk Wireless. Requires a compatible unlocked phone and KYOP kit. See latest terms and conditions at straighttalk.com. With Taco Coffee. At my dream job, which I can still hold while I serve part-time. That job and the home loan benefits I got from the Army National Guard helped me buy my first house. I also know that I will be one of the first to respond if my community ever needs me. Sponsored by the Alabama Army National Guard. Aired by the Alabama Broadcasters Association and this station. Inside the Locker Room with Wimp and Barry. On your home for Alabama sports. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. Welcome back to Inside the Locker Room. Dad, tell them about Constant Companion. Uh, we're a little brat. You have to take that little brat, Sam, to periodically. You got me up early this morning, but Constant Companion is an outstanding animal hospital. Uh, they will look at your animal. I mean, they've gotten one over the holidays, and they'll do a good job with being sure that uh, it's taken care of. It's 635-0313. Dr. Foster knows what he's doing. They'll give you 50% off on your first visit if you'll just tell them that you heard inside the locker room. Constant Companion, 635-0313 in Birmingham. All right, org. They got that Transcend Platinum Visa, I'm sorry, MasterCard, MasterCard, credit card, earn one point for every dollar you spend. You can build the points up, turn those points in for gift cards, merchandise, travel, and more. No annual fee on the card, no balance transfer fee. You also can take the credit card challenge, and it uh, lists their rates and all. You look at your current rates, and then you'll click and find out how much you can save there with switching over to Alabama One. Go to www.alabamaone.org for all the information the people we're outstanding there. We also want to make pressure-treated pine from Great Southern. If it doesn't have a yellow tag on it, then you don't want it. Go to yellowwood.com to find the dealer that is closest to you. I will right, we'll take the top of the hour break. Open up the phone lines, 205-342-9904. Bill Cameron will join us at 815. Listen to Tide 100.9. It's the home of Alabama Sports.
100.9 traffic. From the Townsend Esau Traffic Center, we got a major wreck, US 82 near County Road 75 in Ethelsville. The road is closed, so use an alternate route. Also have a wreck, US 11 near Holly Springs Lane in Fosters. If you want a great deal on a new or used vehicle, you need to go to Townsend Nissan. Tremendous selection, low finance rates, and top dollar on your trade. Go see them. I'm Captain Ray. Did you know you can get your prescriptions for less at your local pharmacy? You can with GoodRx. It's the free app that can save you money on your medications. Just search for your prescription, choose the pharmacy, and stay at my dream job, which I can still hold while I serve part-time. That job and the home loan benefits I got from the Army National Guard helped me buy my first house. I also know that I will be one of the first to respond if my community ever needs me. Sponsored by the Alabama Army National Guard. Aired by the Alabama Broadcasters Association and this station. Hey, Pete, how's business? It's great. Foot traffic's still way down, but more people are finding me online. Nice. How'd you pull that off? Well, the first thing I did was go to 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. Inside the locker room with former Crimson Tide basketball coach Wimp Sanderson and his son, former SEC and ACC assistant basketball coach Barry Sanderson. It's time to take you inside the locker room. Presented by Dr. Pepper on your home for Alabama sports. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. Welcome back to the second hour of Inside the Locker Room. Phone lines are wide open here in the next 15 minutes. 205-342-9904. Got some text in uh, from some people that heard the Bob Prince interview. Felt like uh, he really brought out some things that they didn't think about there. Some other people ask me when. That'll be up on the podcast center. Probably in the next 15 minutes or so if you missed uh, that. That interview, Bob, did an outstanding job. Allstate Insurance agent Andrew Knifer. Andrew is my agent. Let him become yours. Out at 4705 McFarland Boulevard, Suite 3 in Norport. You're looking for home, life, auto. I made the change well over a couple years ago, and it's been awesome. 205-722-9201 or go to the Andrew Knifer Allstate Facebook page. All right, uh, that Alabama uh, go, anytime you can go to Vanderbilt and win, uh, I know uh, anytime you can go anywhere on the road in the SEC and win. So they are currently still undefeated. I think they're headed towards a number one seed. Uh, we'll see. Maybe it's too early to say that and probably will get to play uh, in Birmingham uh, with the next trip out to Missouri. Uh, and then next week they got a home game and they go to Oklahoma uh, with the SEC Big 12 Challenge. Did you like playing a, a different team in the middle of maybe your conference? Uh, did you ever do that? Uh, I don't know if they had these shootouts. I don't remember them having them uh, when you were coach. You know, do you like to just keep it straight conference uh, once the conference starts? Well, I, I prefer to keep mine just the 18 game. We play everybody twice. Uh, quite different than they are doing it today. You know, we had to go to to Kentucky or Tennessee had to come to us. Like it's not happening for Alabama. Uh, for the conference tournament, they've changed the scheduling and still stated, still stated the same number of games. So anyway, um, I, I didn't. I had preferred not to play somebody out of the league. I, I was trying to get myself in position to get in the NCAA tournament, and. Uh, 
maybe if we, you know, going to play somebody we felt like at home or something, but uh, I felt like it was a disadvantage to have to go to somebody else's place to play. Now, I think Alabama could beat Oklahoma, but, uh, it, you know, just according to how they, the, I guess the two conferences pair them up together uh, because everybody in Kansas is, for whatever reason, they got Kansas playing Kentucky, which is uh, based on play right now. I could be dead wrong. It's, it's a little bit of a mismatch. But uh, uh, to answer your question, I'd prefer just to go with my 18-game round-robin schedule, play it, and get ready for the NCAA tournament if that's good enough. You know, as you look at Alabama's schedule, uh, they've got Missouri, which I think will be a tough game uh, anytime you go out there now. I think the game is uh, going to be a sellout. Uh, I think they maybe – I saw they had 20-something tickets uh, before it was a sellout. You got Mississippi State at home, where you've already beat those guys on the road. We just talked about Oklahoma. Then you got Van. You turn around and play Vandy again, which at home, yeah. which I don't really understand. You hadn't played some of these other teams. You're going to play. Well, it's just absolutely ridiculous the way they fix the conference schedule. In my opinion, go ahead. Um. Then you got LSU that just beat by forty. Uh, then you got Florida at home. So you know, other than Missouri. I don't see an opportunity to lose, and this is a radio guy talking down a coach. I wouldn't believe this. Of course, you didn't think Kentucky would go win at Tennessee. So Alabama's going to have – if they're ready to play and they play pretty well, the first opportunity they would have to lose in the conference would be at Auburn. They got at Auburn and at Tennessee, but those games are not till, uh February the 11th and February the 15th. Then they've got Georgia, South Carolina, Arkansas at home. Um I think Alabama goes fifteen. I think Alabama goes eighteen and zero. Really? Uh, maybe or seventeen and one. Yeah, I do. I think that they'll. I think that they may lose one game in the league. I may not lose any. I think it'll be seventeen and one. I'm not trying to put any pressure on, but they're that good, and their schedule is falling for them. Um, you know, pretty well. So I um, you know. We won't get into all that stuff, but uh, I think Alabama's terrific, and they're going. Probably be seventeen one. I think the three, the four potential hookups, Joe, hiccups, Joe. Uh, to me, just on paper. Now you never would have thought Kentucky would have lost at home to South Carolina. So there's always things that happen that you don't expect. But Joe, when you look at these at Auburn, at Tennessee, at Texas A and M, how many of those does Alabama win? Three, all three of them. <laughs> three. No, probably. Yeah, probably and that Missouri, and that Missouri. So if you go two and four, I'm sorry, two and two. I'm happy with that. You would take two and two and not even go. I mean, I'm I'm going to Auburn. I'm going down to Auburn. Oh yeah, I'm gonna go down there too. Uh, Dad, at Missouri, you just said you think they're going eighteen. No, at Tennessee, at Texas A and M, and at Auburn. Well, I don't mean I don't mean to say I shouldn't say it like I, I think it they'll, they'll have a. They'll have an outstanding season. You know, it could be they could lose a game. I'm not. I'm not trying to coach their team or tell them tell them how good or bad they are. I think they're good. And I think the schedule is falling for them. They get to play Arkansas, and they had two people out, which is good. And Vanderbilt had their center out, and and Alabama is very good to start with. So, yeah, but you can't say that Alabama's got Burnett out. I mean, people, you're going to have guys out this time of year. Well, uh, the. Uh, the, the Okay, yeah. but the, the, when, you're, when your postman is out, you know, it's very effective. All right, effective for you. 
Joe, you got a question about the Kansas State. Yeah, I don't, I don't know if you, either of you guys saw – you had a game last night, Barry, but Kansas and Kansas State played, and obviously Kansas State won a dramatic game. Uh, the Kansas State coach, in my opinion, was – I mean, he enjoyed the win. He was living it up. He got on the microphone in the arena and told everybody, you know, this is how it's going to be, this, that, and the other. And, you know, you, you guys have, are, are very experienced in coaching, uh, and, and so is Bill Self uh, running Kansas at, at a high level for a long time. How, what's your reaction to Kansas State, basically kind of the little brother of the rivalry, uh, really celebrating that win and really, you know, this is how it's going to be. We're about to, you know, this is what this is what we're about. This, that, and the other. I don't know. It, 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 it felt like the Kansas State coach uh, maybe went above and beyond with, with his celebrations, and I, I, I didn't well, know if that was frowned upon with, 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 amongst coaches or kind of how, how you guys responded or received his celebrating that win last night. Well, he's coaching Kansas State for the first year, and Kansas. Kansas is is number one in the nation. Now, the number ones in the nation don't mean anything, but people think they do. And they're they were they were perceived or said to be number one in the nation. And they won that game. Now, I didn't see what, how it carried on, but uh, well, they, I mean, they cleared the Kansas went went to the locker room, but Kansas State stayed on the floor, and he got on the he pulled the PA mic out and and <laughs> just was living it up. And he said, "I'm telling you guys, you get one court storming. Here it is. After this, we expect to do this, that sort of thing." Yeah, so, he's trying to get he's trying to get a home court advantage for the rest of the year. Drum Tang is. Uh, the new head coach, he was Baylor's assistant for a long time, so he probably, he's gone up against Kansas a lot, obviously, when he was at Baylor. Really good recruiter. Uh, you just, yeah, you pr- probably a little much. I didn't see it, but, uh, but you know, if you're Kansas State, that doesn't happen very often. It's almost like South Carolina beating Clemson in football at Clemson. doesn't happen very often, so, hey, you take the opportunity to enjoy it. Well, wouldn't you think Bill Self and his staff are rolling their eyes in the locker room like, come on, it's one Not hit. really. No? <laughs> Bill, Bill Self's mad at his team because okay, they lost okay. a one-point game. Well, that's well, Bill, Bill, Bill Self's mad at himself calling that timeout right before the guy shot yeah, He said that in the in post game. Say that again? Bill Self's what? He called some <laughs> – uh, he, he made a uh, – he said in post game that he was blaming himself for the loss. Yeah, he, yeah. He, he called a timeout. They headed to the official real quick and called a timeout just as a guy was letting it loose and it went in. Yeah, that's almost like calling timeout right before the kicker kicks it and then he misses it. Uh, and you feel well, like, no, he did, I think he didn't even realize this guy was fixing to shoot it. <laughs> did you talk to Philip about the UAB guy not getting the shot off in time with the light still on when the ball was in his hand? Did you happen to talk to Philip yesterday from UAB? Yeah, I, I, you know, they. They play without jelly, and they're not playing very good. Uh, guards are not playing very good defensively or offensively either. And um, uh, the problem that he had was that, and this is and all respectful, that you know, first half of the game, that that two kids had technical fouls, and of course that goes to the line, makes two free throws, and gets the ball out of bounds, and you forget that when the season, when it goes down to the last shot, you forget those those. Those two points, so you'd be two up. So it's just a little bit of a disappointing, you know, your kids make run. Uh, what they said to the official, whatever the official did, and they on the road, of course, at middle and like the same official called both Ted because he, whether it was deserved or not, I have no idea. 
All right, I got a couple of messages. Uh, the Bob Prince interview will be Joe will be up on the podcast center. Tell everybody how to get to the podcast center if they want to hear any of the interviews that all the shows. You know, you got uh, plenty of interviews up there. Gary has good interviews. Where does someone go if they want to listen to? An interview. A lot of people wanting to hear the Bob Prince interview. The best place to do it is right there on our app. Uh, download the app right there, and on the homepage, that right there in the middle, on demand, will take you to uh, to the interview. Uh, to, and you can select all the shows, whatever show you're looking for, uh, and find uh, find find inside the locker room, and it'll be under Bob Prince. Probably in this break, they'll be able to save it and put it up. All right. Uh, so there you go. And he gave you some things, Joe. I think to really think about even. You know, uh, the poor lady who's talking, you know, she's probably getting the story. And anyway, it's just, you listen to it. I think it'll, you'll uh, come out of it uh, where you with a little being informed. What really shocked me was is that Darius Miles, although he did not pull the trigger, supposedly can't get bond and he's going to stay in jail for a long time. It sounds like to a trial because nothing's ever speedy. Um, like Henry Ruggs, Joe, they even they hadn't had that trial either. How long ago has that been? It's been a while, hasn't it? The last last football season? Yeah. So it was during the last year's football season, not this year's. All right, two men in a the truck. They're at 1330 Martin Road East. That's where you go pick up your boxes, your packing supplies, whatever you need to make this a smooth move. Whether it's local, out of town, out of state, let the professionals handle it. They'll take great care of you and your stuff. 205 247 Five zero five zero two men in a truck. Movers who care. Here's what's trending on the Tuscaloosa thread. My name's Mary Kay, and I'm live from the Town Square Media Newsroom. The Alabama Crimson Tide men's basketball team beat Vanderbilt in Nashville by a score of 78-66 to 66 last night. The victory was hard fought in an arena that has given the Tide fits in the past, all while more information was unfolding about the Alabama basketball player Darius Miles, who is charged with capital murder after a Sunday morning shooting that left a 23-year-old mother dead. Get the latest on the case and more local news by tapping the free Tuscaloosa Thread app. Tide 100.9 traffic. From the Townsend Nissan Traffic Center, we got a major wreck, U.S. 82, near County Road 75 in Ethelsville. The road is closed, so use an alternate route. Also have a wreck, U.S. 11, near Holly Springs Lane in Fosters. If you want a great deal on a new or used vehicle, you need to go to Townsend Nissan. Tremendous selection, low finance rates, and top dollar on your trade. Go see them. I'm Captain Ray. In a collision, easy decision. Make one call to one name. Mesreno, 206-6300. No representation between the quality of legal Services to be performed. It's than quality legal services performed. Coaches took to the radio and TV airwaves to tell people that if you're building outdoors, the only way to build is with pressure-treated pine, yellow wood. It is the very, very best. Why? Because all the coaches said yellow wood, pressure-treated pine, protects against bug, termite, and weather. Decking, fencing, play sets, whatever you're wanting to build, just go to the Internet, look at yellow wood, and you will find these coaches advertised a great product. If it doesn't have that yellow tag on it, believe you me, you don't want it. It's yellow wood. Tide 100.9, Tuscaloosa weather. The weather unseasonably mild today, mostly cloudy with a chance of widely scattered showers, the high 73. Cloudy and breezy tonight, strong storms arrive after midnight, the low at 58. Tomorrow's storms ending early, the sky becoming sunny, the high 68. I'm James Spann on the ABC 3340 Weather Center on Tide 100.9. It's 60 degrees in Tuscaloosa. 
Find Tide on Twitter at Tide109 to keep up with show announcements, guests, and our reporters in the field. I just want to sip till the pain wears off. All right, welcome back to Inside the Locker Room. Actually, uh, I remember this now. Bill Cameron is not available today. Uh, so we'll keep the phone lines yeah, open. Sorry about that. Yeah, 205 3429904 if you want to jump in jump in on the show with us. We also have some Nate uh, Oates sound for you. Um, here a little bit uh, throughout the rest of this hour. I want to ask both of you guys this. Uh, Dad, and I get it. Coach Saban obviously probably knew that Pete Golding was going to leave. You know, and there's probably some other coaches that are going to leave uh, at some point here in the next month. And I don't, I'm not going to speculate who it is, and it's none of my business who it is. Um, but when they're going, they're, they're recruiting, and these guys that are here, I think you even saw Charles Kelly out recruiting even after it was being reported that he was going to Colorado. Um, I guess my question to you is, when they're finishing up this recruiting, those guys have the relationship with the players and the family. Coach probably does a little bit, but uh, he wants to keep that staff intact until the names on the dotted lines. Now these guys come to school here, um, you know, in January. So once they start class, you got them in. Uh, but well, it's important to keep everything intact before until you get the recruits signed. Then you let the coaches all go. Is that the right thing to do? I guess there's no other way to do it. Well, here's what he does. He does it like this. Finish your job here before you move on to another one. There might be a time, without saying so, that you only use me as a recommendation. And so you need to leave me in the right way. And if you're if you're almost about to sign a kid, regardless of whether you're going to Colorado or next door, you finish the job. And that's what he's done on all of them. And I know that's for a fact. I know that I know that's how he handles it. If you're going to finish it, finish it. Um he's even made the comment on on the on the guy that went to Florida, um, I can't think of the names anymore. But people that went left in and went to really big jobs, they finished the job uh, before they left. And I think that I think that's I think that's important. Um, you know, I listened to the uh, Kevin yesterday and and all that stuff. But you know, even with Jeremy Pruitt as a defensive coordinator, off. Offenses has even changed since he was the defensive coordinator at Alabama. Um, the defensive coordinator at Alabama is got is 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 involved with a with a bunch of people trying to to do his very good job on the field, working with them, helping them, coaching them individually, and coaching them together, getting in the in the in the room with them and helping them, and then it's all a, a, a fact of all these guys trying to do it and and uh, making the defense as good as they possibly can. Uh, Joe, I think it's that way with Alabama as well. And Alabama is a little bit different in offense is that they keep the same terminology, 
Uh, they they can run different some different things, but they have to keep the same terminology. I'm sorry. And you got I saw Pete Golding tweeted out last night a, a little a fish. That means they're about to get a recruit. Um, Joe, what's your thoughts on that? When you know these assistants are leaving, but you got to keep finish your job, meaning finish the bowl game, finish the recruiting, and then move on. Do they owe it to the players that they're recruiting? Hey, I want you to sign with Alabama. I'm probably not going to be there. Or should you, is it just part of it? You don't tell them that. They sign, they get here, and then – you slap five with them and say, oh, yeah, by the way, I'm going to Ole Miss uh, or I'm going to Colorado. They owe it to themselves. <laughs> I think that coaches did. I think they do owe it to themselves uh, to finish their job out. Um, I think I think coach takes it on a case-by-case basis. I mean, obviously we saw that didn't really work out with, with, with Lane Kiffin when he was going ahead to take his job at FAU. But um, I, I, I think it really – uh, it really ensures that you get that recommendation from Coach Saban. You get that place to fall back on, uh, and, and you want to leave this the, the relationship with with Coach Saban and with Alabama in a good state uh, because Alabama, Coach Saban will, will move on eventually, uh, and Alabama will still be here. You you want to leave all these relationships in a good place. So I think it, it's difficult to to do that to go out and recruit while you're still thinking about the, your next job, but. You know, you 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 you've committed all the way through that December signing day. Usually, uh, so so I I, I do think uh, I think Coach Hitty, you, you owe it to yourself to to do a good job for for yourself and for Coach Saban, so you have that good uh, good relationship. Well, leaving. The other fact the other factor you have to is the guy that's hiring you. You tell him if you got any sense at all. I need to finish what I'm doing here. Uh, you know, I need to finish up here, and I'm you know, I'll, I'll do what I what little I can. Other place, but I, I need I need to finish my job here. I think it. I think that's a smart. They're t- they're basically they're trying to help themselves because again, an interview with uh, an interview a recommendation for Nick Saban is big, and Nick Saban um, won't be ugly about it. He just he just he just you call Nick Saban about an interview. He doesn't answer the phone. Coach already know who he's going to hire, Dad, for this defense coordinator. Is he does he get it down to? You know, he's always got a list. Does he have it down to two or three? I mean, is he really? Uh, yeah. Is he really? He yeah, that's the reason he named the offense. That's the reason he named the 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 person from uh, from uh, Southern Mississippi as a defensive coach. Uh, he he made that perfectly clear. He's going to be on our defensive staff. Um. Uh, you know, kind of interesting to me is uh, the defensive guy who was at Georgia who had a falling out at, at Florida somewhat with the coach there. And um, Bob Stoops' brother, I think, was there who was who was the defensive. Well, he may have gone. But in my point is he's had several defensive people up in those offices, and um, he he knows what he wants to do. And it's 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 not a fact of, it's not a fact of trying to brown nose, uh, have a cup of coffee, or brown nose him at a golf thing, Coach Saban. It's just a fact of, of doing your job and trying to contribute what you can contribute and to being loyal. You know, loyalty is a big factor in coaching and so many times. Uh, I was so tried to be so careful with that when I coached so, so many times. You have a problem to go to the church or the drugstore and say, 
you know, we did it like that last night. I, 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 if I had been charged, I, I think I'd have done it like this. Um, and naturally, the guy that hears that is going out and said, "Well, so and so said, you know, he, he thought he did it wrong." Uh, you have to be. You have to be. If you go, you got to be loyal to in, in that coaching part of it. Um, Joe, you listen to these shows all day. You do one. Sometimes you do five hours. Um, and I guess when I hear people keep calling, talking about Jeremy Pruitt, for whatever reason, it it makes me cringe, and I, I don't really know why. Uh, I think because maybe some things I heard how he treated the head coach at Georgia uh, when he was there. So I don't see him as a loyal uh, guy. Now, he wouldn't do it to Coach Saban, but he did do it to Mark Rick, uh, if what I heard is true, and the people I got it from would know. Uh, Then he got an opportunity at Tennessee, turned it into a dumpster fire of his own doings, Uh, maybe some of his staff members, but they tried to go too fast in recruiting. Barry, didn't you hear yesterday? Philip Fulmer told him to do that. <laughs> According to Bryce. Um, I don't want to put that on the spot, but do you, do you would you feel good about that hire? They they put no. it out today. That they, that's who they hired? No, you'd just be waiting for it to, to fall apart, in my opinion. Now, would he, would he give you a good defense for – he might. He might give you the, the the best defense in the world. And that might be a great defense for a year or two or five. But it might end up being just a toxic environment, a toxic situation. I don't, I don't, I don't know. I don't feel go, uh, good about bringing him in uh, to, to, to run Alabama's defense because you don't know what's going to happen with the NCAA. And he keeps telling everybody that he's cleared, he's cleared, he's cleared. Not I don't clear. think that he knows that he's cleared. Well, I got, you know, I, I shouldn't say it like I'm saying it. I asked a pertinent question to, to Kevin, and it didn't come out. It, uh, were the defensive players better then than they are now? Yeah. Uh, what's the difference in the recruiting? And the, there was no answer because I don't know either. But players win games, and you could help them get in the right spots, and you could make them tackle better. But the head defensive coach does not go to every player and help him with his tackling. The defensive assistants go and help them with their tackling along with the head coach and with their face guard problems or the problems that they have. And you play the silly game and you're trying to tackle somebody, you you sometimes you don't you don't get him. And so was it was the recruiting the same there? And you can't answer that and our our listeners can't either. I wouldn't I wouldn't I, 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 uh, there's not many times I wouldn't take a guy. I, I'd take a guy uh, uh, most of the time. But this particular case went on and on and on with the McDonald bags and all the stuff that went on. It just went on and on and on. And there was not anybody in the stands to watch Tennessee play defense. Now, they are in the stands to watch Tennessee play offense. They're all there now because they got a coach who they think is going to pass it on every down. And so... If you're going to hire a defense, a guy as a defense coordinator, he better be he better be in tune. That's Mississippi State's got this situation. Well, coach, what he if better the, complete. What if I'm the most the smartest defensive coordinator in the world, but you know that I might be a snaky uh, sob? W- w- would you hire me? I, I doubt it. Yeah, I mean, just all these people are saying that he's the perfect 
get what? Like he, you know how much baggage he's bringing. That's not per- when you bring somebody in with baggage, and the NCAA is breathing down their neck, and all the things that came out. And don't and Kevin did say don't compare it to what Auburn hired. That's four years down the road. This is still the wound is still bleeding, Joe. It is. It's not. It don't matter. It, does, it doesn't matter what they say on Twitter. They I'm can not say worried about they Twitter. They, they can write on Twitter. They can put it on Twitter backwards. It don't matter. I'm just saying, people that say it's a perfect, it's a perfect. You got to go get why, why? He uh, is he the only one who knows how to coach defense out there? I mean, according to Alabama fans, he is. Uh, well, let's bring him as an analyst. Well, let's bring him. Let's bring him as a coordinator, and then if the NCAA rules, then you can take him off and put somebody out. So well, you're gonna do that to your players? Well, if he was, if he, if he came in as an analyst, he'd cut the guts out of, of the head. Defensive coordinator. <laughs> okay, I'd, I'd be more, but I'd be more comfortable bringing him in as as an analyst. Wouldn't you consider the NCAA implications? <laughs> well, I think what Dad's saying is he wasn't loyal as an assistant. Sure, sure. So now, if you're that, an analyst, throws you, a wrench into it. If you're an analyst, are you going to be loyal to the guy who's supposed to be the defense coordinator? Or are you going to be saying, "Man, this guy." You get in the room with your defensive people and you discuss how you're going to play, how you're going to, what you're going to do, what your personnel is, what your alignments are, what you need to do fundamentally to get these guys to block better. Um, you know, we we say very very little about the defensive backfield with Nick Saban coaching it. We say we say very little about the the extra point. Nick Saban's a great great coach, and a friend of mine, but about the extra point at LSU puts him in Atlanta. We we never nobody says a word about that. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Anyway, all right. Let's talk about Bob Prince, who we heard earlier, and Prince Glover and Hayes. We'll get to break. Got a couple calls coming in. Well, Prince Glover and Hayes. You heard Bob today. Tried to explain uh, some of the, some of the things that will come up as this thing goes forward, and uh, did an excellent job for us uh, as a big basketball fan and person i've known for a long time they're at three four five one two three four uh, you got a feel for that today and if you having problems uh in any way then you can call them and they'll be glad to talk with you on the phone about it see if you need to go forward with it sometimes you need to go forward sometimes you don't somebody's coming after you and you don't know how to handle what they're what they're after and uh that that's big so then after that, you go by 701 Rice Mine Road and sit down with them and discuss it. And you either ex- accept the, the th- things that they, they say and, and believe in them. And most people that go that far with it believe everything and you know, uh, feel very good about it. Prince Clover and Hayes, 345 And I learned today if you get in trouble, you want a good lawyer. And I could, you could just tell by talking to Bob that he's the best. You're just a tie 100.9 is he home of Alabama Sports. No representation is made that the quality of services performed is greater than the quality of services performed by other lawyers. This is a Town Square Media Tide 100.9 Sports Update. I'm Kim Rankin with your Tide Sports Update. The Alabama softball team ranks at number six in D1 softball's preseason poll. Alabama gymnast Gabby Gladio has won SEC Freshman of the Week. The Alabama baseball team ranks at number 20 in D1 baseball's preseason poll. This has been a Town Square Media Tide 100.9 Sports Update. Play it again! 
For more info on these stories and more, download the Tide 100.9 app. Tide 100.9 Traffic. From the towns in Nissan Traffic Center, we got a major wreck, US 82 near County Road 75 in Ethelsville. The road is closed, so use an alternate route. Also have a wreck, US 11 near Holly Springs Lane in Foster's. If you want a great deal on a new or used vehicle, you need to go to towns in Nissan. Tremendous selection, low finance rates, and top dollar on your trade. Go see them. I'm Captain Ray. By now, you know that sound. It's the sound of the Home Depot. But what about that sound? You're listening to a set of GE appliances, complete with... Coaches took to the radio and TV airwaves to tell people that if you're building outdoors, the only way to build is with pressure-treated pine, yellow wood. It is the very, very best. Why? Because all the coaches said yellow wood, pressure-treated pine, protects against bug, termite, and weather. Decking, fencing, play sets, whatever you're wanting to build, just go to the internet, look at yellow wood, and you will find these coaches advertised a great product. If it doesn't have that yellow tag on it, believe you me, you don't want it. It's yellow wood. Tide 100.9, Tuscaloosa weather. The weather unseasonably mild today, mostly cloudy with a chance of widely scattered showers, the high 73. Cloudy and breezy tonight, strong storms arrive after midnight, the low at 58. Tomorrow's storms ending early, the sky becoming sunny, the high 68. I'm James Spann on the ABC 3340 Weather Center on Tide 100.9. It's 60 degrees in Tuscaloosa. You're listening to Inside the Locker Room with Wimp and Barry. Only on Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. Welcome back to Inside the Locker Room. Wayne's Pest Control, serving 100,000 customers across Alabama, Tennessee, and Mississippi. 1973. That's a good post at Wayne's. Make sure your home is protected from its unwanted pests. Wayne's provides world-class termite protection, general pest control, mosquito prevention services. They also keep that lawn looking lush and healthy. 866-WAYNES-1. Get $60 off that initial pest control service. If you tell them you heard it on Inside the Locker Room, every time they come, they... Send you a text exactly what they did, and and they take great care of me. So let them do the same for you, and tell them that Wimp and Barry sent you. All right, to the Wayne's Pest Control Hotline, get Tom into the show. Good morning, Tom. Morning, morning, Barry. Morning, right. Coach. Right. Oh, right. I thought the interview. I, I thought the interview with Mister Bob was uh, outstanding this morning, and uh, I'm reminded. Can y'all hear me? Okay. Yes, sir. We got you loud and clear. Okay, the other day, my everything was messing up. But, you know, it reminds me, he had a case when back when uh, he did uh, criminal defense work. And uh, he had a case over here in Pickens County. And when I was listening to him, I, I, I couldn't help but uh, call back how he uh, did his work and how he defended this person. And uh, how thorough uh, Mr. Uh, Bob was uh, in his defense of this guy. And he got him off. And, and I don't mean that like I don't know if he was guilty or not or whatever. I, all I know is that uh, he didn't have to go to prison. And uh, 
Uh, and, and I, I remember when I was listening to him this morning, thinking about how thorough. You know, he brought up stuff that none of us had thought about. Right. And 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 how thorough he is, even though he's not doing criminal defense anymore. Yeah, I agree, Tom. I already, you know, when did Darius hand the guy the gun? Did he hand him the gun and right. say, you know, all those things and proving it beyond a reasonable doubt and. Uh, even what, even what, and I don't want to, I'm not criticizing the mother, the mother going to the media, but where is she getting that version of the story? Well, she's getting it from her boyfriend, you know, who trying to protect himself, uh, as well. So, uh, I think, you know, he just made you step back and look at it and say, yeah, you know, you can't always believe what you're reading and, you know, you get stuff on social media and people think that's the truth, but, uh, there's, there'll be facts in the case and, that's what the attorney's job is to defend it. All right, uh, Tom, we can't, we lost you. Uh, there. All right, back to the um, Wayne's Pest Control Hotline. Get Joe into the show. Good morning, Joe. Morning, coaches. How are you, Joe? Hey, look, there's only one defensive coordinator out there that you can hire that has won two national championships at two different schools with a number one defense in the country. So either he hires him or he doesn't. He's got the most impressive resume of anybody out there he can hire. Numbers don't lie, but liars change numbers. So you're saying he should hire if he's hire is he hireable? You're just thinking of Jeremy Pruitt. Yeah, is and, he, you know, when we're talking about $59,000 versus $13 million or $8 million or so, you know, it's ridiculous, you know, all these, all this stuff that happened before in I on now. I, I, think, I think your statements are ridiculous. Which one? <laughs> the ones you just got through saying. About I think that's ridiculous. Well, what do you huh? mean? What do you mean? I mean, he's just saying he won a national championship, what, at Florida State? Well, I mean, that, that's the exact reason he should hire him. No, I'm just saying, Wimp, he's got the most impressive resume as far as his his, his, his coaching experience. Tell me somebody's got one more. But what what, what that. does that mean? He did it. He did it at two different places. So he, that means he's going to do it. He can do it again. He's got the best capability to do it again. Being the who, who, what was wrong with the defense this year? That's Tennessee game. What was wrong with the defense at the yep. Tennessee game? I said besides the Tennessee game. Oh, hey, you talking about you asking me about Alabama's defense, right? Yeah, yeah. I, I'm, I'm not criticizing the coach we had. He left. He went to Ole Miss. I'm just talking about if you're going to hire Pruitt or not. That's all I'm speculating on here. I'm, I mean, there's nobody out there with a more impressive resume than Jeremy Pruitt. You uh, you 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 want a guy that's going to cut cut everything you say, uh, cut cut it up to your back. There's two sides to every story, Wim. And there's I know two sides to every story. There no, wasn't no, there wasn't no two sides to this story. There's one side well, to it. I know he hit. I know he got in a fight with a, a tight end coach of Georgia, and he put it on him pretty bad. <laughs> he, his head looked pretty bad there for about a week, and I know he practiced on Sunday nights at Tennessee. I mean, that's, that's, you're getting back to Hoover and Proach days when you start doing that kind of stuff. 
But he did it, and he wanted to win, and he wanted to win at all costs. And they all do. Some get caught, okay. some don't. But no, I don't, think, I, don't, I, don't, I don't agree. They all do. Not to that Not to that deal. Well, not to that extent. Where you get in a fight with your... So, with Joe, your, would, would if you were Nick Saban then, with the NCAA stuff hovering over him, because uh, that's a fact as well, and what you said is a fact, he did win national championship, um, would you hire him, if you could, with the NCAA hovering over him? Wimp and Barry. Best Barry. Best Barry talking. What I'm saying, I'm I'm talking to both of y'all. What I'm saying, (laughs) Nick Saban can do what he wants to do. Would you? Yes. So you would hire him knowing that he penalties came down, they could follow him? It's that way everywhere now. Everything is out. No, everybody control. doesn't have the NCAA stuff on their record. But what? Let's let's quit talking about the NCAA. They don't even have any power anymore. They're not doing nothing. <laughs> so you'd hire him. They're not doing nothing. So that's who you would hire. If I was going to hire a defensive coordinator and I could get him, I would get him. I sure would. Even In a heartbeat. Even with the stuff that may may or may not come with him. That has to factor sure in. That has to factor in to it, doesn't yeah. it, Joe? It's got it's got to be something yeah. you got to look at and say, "Hey," because I've always heard the saying: "When your problems outweigh your talent, it's time to go." And according to you, his talent is better than his problems. So I'm just saying, there's nobody else out there that has a resume as as impressive as he is that you that you can hire as a defensive coordinator. You name me somebody, please. If I'm wrong, I'm wrong. You I mean, me I, I don't, I don't know uh, because he's. I mean, I don't know what kind of state of mind he's in now. Um, you know, once you go to be a head coach, you know, you kind of does it. Can he go back and be an assistant? I don't know. That's for Nick Saban to decide. Uh, and how much dirt is really there, and what would possibly yeah. follow him? That that would be That's the it. stuff I'd have to see. Alabama basketball. Did Bradley step up last night or what? That Sears had his worst game. You know, I, I can remember what worst SEC game I know. Who? And man, so he's saying Sears. Get the muscle shows had his worst SEC game I've seen this year. Yeah, and man, yeah, Bradley just yeah. stepped up big time. Bradley takes the big takes time. to the hole easily. Yeah, he's he's a good player. Good player. Thank you, Joe. Thank you. All right, back to the um, Alabama One Hotline. Get Tony into the show. Good morning, Tony. Good morning, morning, guys. Hey, just a a quick question, and and, and I think I remember this, and and y'all can correct me if I'm wrong, and I'm not trying to compare the two, but I'm just asking a question on how this was gone over with. Wasn't Bruce Pearl hired at Auburn under a show cause penalty? Yes. Okay, so – and didn't they get in trouble while he was there? Yes. Didn't he have to sit out? Okay, so what What I'm trying to ask is, what would be the difference? Well, you got a guy uh, that's a head coach of a program right. versus an assistant. You get what I'm saying? Here's what I'm saying the difference is. Auburn basketball was a dumpster fire. All right, Tony? Mm-hmm. I mean, so they really had nothing to lose. 
they had to bring in a guy that, that could do it. And, yeah, his penalties came. But there was a certain time when he got the job, he couldn't even go out and recruit. But they felt like that he could be a shot in the arm that they needed to, to finally get them relevant. So they took a gamble. Does Alabama football need to gamble right now with the state of their program and where Nick Saban is, what he's done? I don't see the programs in the same place. Now, there, there are times when your program's so down, you say, you know what, let's take a chance. Does Alabama need to take a chance? No. Not, not I, I don't think so. I mean, I agree with Joe. He is the best out there as far as resume goes. I don't know about modern-day offenses, you know, uh, Offensive change come and go. They hadn't really changed a lot at Georgia. Uh, and they hadn't changed a lot at Alabama since Kiffin came on board. But, um, you know, um, as far as, as coordinators go, resumes, why he's probably is the best one you can get out there. But, you know, I'm sure there's other candidates that with better players can, can do a lot of what he can do. I think personality, um, you know, I think personality wise, uh, they were quite different. I think personality, regardless whether, whether, Bruce is, was phony personality. I don't think it was. He, that's just the way he is, trying to get by everybody on his side. I just think, and I don't think he went around trying to, you know, to cut everybody. Or I, I just think, the, I think personality-wise, it was totally different. Yeah, Tony. Let me ask you this too. And I, I know you're not criticizing. So when Mm-mm. when Bruce Pearl's problems came down again in Auburn. They were winning big time. I mean, big time. When Tennessee's problems went down with Jeremy, they weren't. It was heading in the wrong direction. So Auburn backed Bruce Pearl. They backed him where Tennessee turned their back on him. And it's kind of like Kansas. They backed Bill Self, knowing there was probably something there, but they are winning at such a high clip. They want to keep him. So the direction that your program is going generally will determine – how much money are you bringing to the university? Are you winning? That generally determines whether the school backs you or not. Would you agree to that? I would. And and, and, I'll, and I'll take this a step further. What do y'all think Philip Fulmer saw in Jeremy Pruitt to even hire him in the first place? Well, I think he was about his fifth choice. Didn't he get turned down like he we wanted to hire the guy? Well, they, they ended up, he ended up uh, interviewing three. And uh, they turned down the kid from Alabama who ended up going, who's the Michigan State coach now. Menard. Okay, yeah. And uh, he decided, got down to those two. And uh, there was one other that got involved in it some. But when he got down to those two, he took the person that had been at, you know, had been to Georgia and so forth, Alabama, Nick Saban, and all that kind of stuff for, for a good period of time. So that that was that was sort of the difference, well, really. It, it was um, in the coaching circles – where I coach, uh, we coached against a relative of his, and uh, he told me midfield that he always thought that he was hired at Tennessee by Philip Fulmer to try and damage Alabama's program by taking away their best defensive recruiter and their defensive mind and get him at some capacity at Tennessee. He did not think it would be head coach. He thought they would pay him a good bit of money to be their D.C., and oh, I think the coach you're talking about, the, the, the second one that was missed out on, I remember the guy named him, but I forgot the guy's name. 
it, that's not the same coaching search where they t- tried to hire the guy from Rutgers at one time who's in the pros and Shiano. he was at, he got called, yeah, yeah. Shiano. Was that the same time? I believe so, wasn't it? Or was that, okay, that, yeah, that may have been who it was. Yeah. I think, yeah, you're I, correct. I, think, you're I, think, correct. I think it fell. It's almost like, uh, Tony, when Mark Godfrey got the NC State job, they had been turned down like four or five times. And I was with Mark, and I think NC State AD knew him from Oral Roberts, and she basically called his agent and said, look, I can't have anybody else turn this job down. And he said, hey, he will not turn it down. And they said they said the plane will be there tomorrow to pick him up. They couldn't have another person tell him no, and that's kind of what happened right. there with Jeremy Pruitt. Oh, by the way, uh, Coach Anderson Wimp, I watched the uh, eighty-seven tournament game against Providence the other day on YouTube. Uh-huh. In yeah. your career, did you run into another team that shot that well from the three at that time? Uh, no, I didn't. They out, they shot the lights out and. Um, Certainly, our pressure and that wasn't was good enough. First year of the three-point shot, is that correct? I think it was. Yeah, and I, I pre- our pressure. I haven't looked at it in a long, long time. I, I, our pressure defensively certainly wasn't what Colorado's was on Alabama, and so you know it come, that that comes back to me. And um, we just and I, I'm well, not sure. I, I never was real comfortable with our team. I, for whatever reason, I go back. I shouldn't even say this, but I, I wasn't I wasn't comfortable with our team in the dressing room before that game. That's going to sound as stupid as it can sound, but I, I just wasn't. I wasn't comfortable. I, I, I just wasn't, and that may, probably didn't have anything to do with it. But I'll never forget. I, I thought about that a million times. Never ever said it before, but uh, um, and, and I left it alone because. I left it alone because I thought it just it was just me. Yeah. But uh, uh, coach, there was a lot of times though. You, you, you know, you don't play defense. There was times that, golly, y'all had a hand in their face and they were hitting shots. That Dale Ray guy, I think, whatever his name was, Dale Ray Brooks. I, I, yeah. yeah, I mean, that gum man. Uh, y'all played good defense on him. They, he should, they should have lost that. the game before Austin P missed two free throws to beat them in Birmingham. They was they should have been playing yeah. Austin P. But anyway, now but, y'all would y'all now y'all would have played Georgetown. That's correct. Is that correct? The next round, yeah. y'all did y'all match up better with them? I assume. Uh probably. Uh, that, that's the yeah, way they man. shot it that night. What way Providence did, well, I guarantee we did. Yeah, we we probably did, but yeah. but matched up better. Yeah. So. Uh, probably one of the most disappointing it, nights of my twelve years there. Yeah, thanks. thanks for oh, I could, you, you could, yeah. It was when I because you know it watched the uh, you know it, it. It's like somebody recorded on a VCR and they posted on you because you could see some old commercials in there too. Um, yeah. But at the end of the game, it just showed you shaking hand. I could tell you were dejected walking off. I mean, like anybody would be. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I was dejected. You know, I, was about that. I still am about it. Yeah. <laughs> yes, sir. Thank you. Well, y'all have a good day, guys. Thank you. Good uh-huh. call. All right, uh, we'll get to the last call here, and then we'll get to uh, get out. We'll get to uh, Biscuit Bruce. Good morning, Biscuit. <laughs> morning, guys. I was at that game, Coach. So oh, so was uh, I. I apologize. Any, any other day, any other day, they would have never beat us, I don't believe. Yeah, I apologize for coaching the way I did. <laughs> <laughs> and, and let me say one thing. I don't get to call as much in the morning as I do in the afternoon. So you were wrong on one point. I myself have uh, chastised Coach Saban for using a chart that was made up by two statisticians that doesn't even know what a football is on when it's better to go for two and when it's not. 
nobody's at the game and know how the game's going. And uh, probably one of the worst calls in 15 years and one of the worst statements in the press conference. I thought, well, I got the chart in my pocket. Well, you know. Yep. I, I you know that you know biscuit. That's really a good point on that chart because I've thought that a million times. Because I, 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 Nick Saban's great. He's one of the greatest ever was. And I like him a great deal. But I, that chart thing has bothered me ever since. <laughs> Sometimes you got to coach on feel. You got to coach that, on feel. Yeah, that's right. As I do myself, I hate I hate looking at. I'm not a big stats person anyway. I'm a I'm a big believer in. I'm at the game. I'm coaching. I'm participating. I know the situation. So I get paid $11 million. I got to make a decision here. I don't want to look at a piece of paper that says, hey, if this is the score and this is the time in the game, then you need to go for two. That's, that's yeah. bull hockey. Yeah. So, And the only other question I got, Barry, is would you have hired Hugh Freeze? If you were Auburn's AD, would you have hired Hugh Freeze? Yeah. Four years. Okay, after well, after he went to Liberty, uh, you know, he's like I – you know, I, don't, I hadn't been following his life, obviously, but uh, you know, it's four years removed. I believe I may be off a year or two there. Um, yeah, I think because Auburn's at the dump now, they gotta they gotta try some way to get the thing back. And I and I would have rather had him than Lane Kiffin, and I think that's proven out. But yes, I would have. Well, I I understand that. So let me ask you one other question. You talked about years past. Would you hire Art Browse today? Uh, probably not. Well, same situation. I would. Same I w- situation. I wouldn't just because of sexual assault and all that. I probably wouldn't, but, but, so would you? Well, I, I, but I would. Probably. I would hire Jeremy Pruitt maybe two or three years from now. But now, would you hire you? So well, you, I, you would hire him now. Totally agree with what you just said. Yeah. But the man hired prostitutes. The man covered up sexual assault. The man adhered to the woman trafficking and then I, I'm not sure I'd hire I, I wouldn't want to be in the situation to be totally honest with you. Yeah. I wouldn't but, who who, who you talking about did that? Hugh Freeze talking about Hugh Freeze. Hugh Freeze. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I didn't know. Uh, I well, mean, he, yeah, I don't know. That was uh, accusations and what was proven if I'm not wrong, I mean maybe I am wrong, but I, I'm not sure I'd hire Jeremy Pruitt at this time either. I I, I don't know what I do because I'm not in that situation. Yeah. And I certainly am glad I'm not. But if I, I just don't. I don't like when people say he's the perfect fit. He's not the. I mean, he may yeah, be no. the guy they get, but there are, there is some baggage that comes with it right now. Now, let, let me go ahead. Let me let me say who would be the perfect fit in my opinion, and he's coached here before, and he's now the head coach at Georgia. Yeah, he'd be the perfect fit. Yeah. But that. we're never gonna get him again. <laughs> no. You know, they got they got mad at him because he got somebody's name off the blackboard. Yeah. Hey, we got to get <laughs> well, out, Biscuit. That's ridiculous. Yeah. Hey, guys, Thank you, y'all have a great day. All Always right. good to talk to you. Thank you. That's it for today's show. First of main condos, Gary Harris and I talk about them each and every day. Three bedroom, three and a half bath. Location, location, location. They're right there in the historic district of downtown Norport. Give them a call today. They got security cameras, uh, gated community there. The location's great. You're right there to close to downtown Tuscaloosa and the University of Alabama, 205-657-7465. Also, Alabama One. If you're looking to purchase that vehicle, your dream, get that loan out at Alabama One. Rates as low as 2.99%. Terms of up to 84 months. Get pre-approved before you shop. 
Go to www.alabamaone.org. The Gary Harris Show is next. You list the Tide 100.9 is the home of Alabama sports. I didn't see it. We have a game. Crimson Tide Today is brought to you by Tuscaloosa Chrysler, Jeep, Dodge, and Ram, and Pearl River Resort. From the University of Alabama, this is Crimson Tide Today. It's daily update on Bama sports and it's brought to you by Kaneka Sausage, a true southern flavor since 1947, and the official smoked sausage of the Crimson Tide. Visit online at kanekasausage.com. Hello again, everybody. I'm Roger Hoover. Alabama gymnast Gabby Gladio was named the SEC Freshman of the Week, the league office announced on Tuesday. We heard about Gladio's performance on Monday's edition of Hey Coach, presented by Alpha Insurance, as we were joined by head coach Ashley Johnston at Baumhauer's Victory Grill. Yeah, Gabby, uh, I'm sure everybody can see by now, she's got some, some big, powerful, dynamic gymnastics, and uh, that's something that I would say Alabama Gymnastics has been known for, is having standout tumblers, standout vaulters, people that, um, you know, you just turn and see them across the room, and, and they're that kind of magnetic, and I feel like Gabby encompasses what it looks like to be an Alabama gymnast. You know, she's been dreaming of being an Alabama gymnast for a really long time, and so it's neat to see her face just light up when she gets to be out there in front of our crowd. and. and and she's close to competing on bars, too. She's doing everything it takes. She's putting the work in, and so I wouldn't be surprised if she gets out there soon, too. I'll have more in a moment. Favorite jeans, favorite shirt. I can make a sausage and I'm firing it up. Yeah, everybody knows how I get my grill on. You can smell that flavor up and down the road. It's a little taste of heaven, and everybody knows. I get my grill on. Kanaka sausage. It's just a little taste of heaven. Join us on Thursday for Alabama women's basketball against Texas A&M. Tip-off is set for 6 p.m. Central with full radio coverage available across the network. Crimson Tide Today is brought to you by Kaneka Sausage. Crimson Tide Today is a production of the Crimson Tide Sports Network from Learfield. Tide 100.9 Traffic. From the Townsend Nissan Traffic Center, we got a major wreck, U.S. 82, near County Road 75 in Ethelsville. The road is closed, so use an alternate route. Also have a wreck, U.S. 11, near Holly Springs Lane in Foster's. If you want a great deal on a new or used vehicle, you need to go to Townsend Nissan. Tremendous selection, low finance rates, and top dollar on your trade. Go see them. I'm Captain Ray. Get unlimited talking text plus 8 gigs of high-speed data for just $40 a month. Plus, unlimited carryover data. Track phone wide. Wireless. Now you're in control. Thank you for listening to Inside the Locker Room with Wimp and Barry Sanderson on your home for Alabama sports. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app.